0: about extra content you guys are gonna get a ton of it this week so before we get into to this special and this won't be an episode this will be just uh an extra or whatever but i want to apologize for anyone who was expecting the wednesday show to hit at the normal time it normally does that's my fault again so <laughs> i i got hit up a few times on social media I was like hey uh no episode today, or is Double or Nothing review the episode? I said well, no, it's a, legend. it's a Marvel Legends episode. Started it like the, it probably shouldn't have taken me to get to the fifth or sixth person, but it did because I've just been for some reason I was been I've been out of it all day, <clears throat> kind of out of it all day, and so I said you know what, let me finally check on this. So I went to the, the the feed that I upload everything to, and sure enough, I made the mistake again, the second time I've done this. Uh, I had uploaded the show. I knew it was uploaded. When I went to go see what was wrong with it, I had set it for July 2nd, not June 2nd. So <clears throat> that's why the show didn't drop on your feeds until five, six, maybe seven, whatever. Uh, so that's on me. I want to apologize about that. But today, today, you had a ton of uh, content drop. And so I'll keep it going. Um, I don't know how long this will be. Like I said, I won't consider it an episode. Um, but yeah, you still will get the Messina episode next week. Loki next week, episode one. Uh, talk about the weekend wrestling. I was going to wait until Monday. But this was too big of a story to not. Especially when I'm seeing other potential names to be released. And I'm not even going to say those names. Because there's no, there's no one that I've seen with credibility that has confirmed that, that list. But... It's some big freaking names on there and it's just like um, <clears throat> and it's just like um uh, it's just it's just interesting and I just don't want to go there. So I want to tell you guys a quick story, right? I don't tell these stories very often cuz it's just it's these are it's not even that they're pri- it's not even that they're private conversations, but it's more of like I'm just a private person and these things are happening in my life my private life and i'm just kind of like okay and i kind of take them all for what it is sometimes i know i don't know how to process it so let's go back when i used to do commentary for rocky mountain pro i got the uh, honor of meeting some really cool people in the industry and i remember i met al snow one time and so literally like i saw and it was kind of weird because it was kind of like david lagana right and nick aldis when they showed up Like it's like, hey, if you have any questions, just go ahead and ask them. Like no one's going up to these guys asking them any questions. So I'm kind of like looking around, like I'll be the guy, <laughs> I'll be that person that's gonna ask the question, you know, and then get and the conversation started in private. And then they talk to me for long, cool. They tell me to f off. That's cool too, you know. So Al Snow just kind of sitting there on his phone to himself, and I'm kind of just like looking around again. I'm like, what? Like no one's gonna pick this dude's brain. This dude is. This dude got himself over with a freaking mannequin head, you know? So, I went to Al Snow. And I said, hey man, because at the time Vince Russo took me off of commentary. He wanted me to be a character. And I wasn't sure. But the reason I wasn't sure is because of the pitch. And that's a story for another time. But he pitched me some a a thing. I just didn't like it. Excuse me. So, I went to Al Snow to tell him what was the deal. He said, I understand. He said, "That, that, that he's like, a lot of times it's the way it's presented to you. He was like, even Vince McMahon doesn't present things the right way to you. And he was like, <clears throat> he he told me a story. He And I won't use this particular uh, person's name. Um, but he starts telling me a story about this guy who was not into wrestling, but he, he had a good look. And so <clears throat> Vince was pushing his thing on him. He's like, I don't really want to do that, blah, blah, blah. Sounds stupid. So, he ends up doing it, right? Because he signed the contract. He's like, I'll... You know what? I signed the contract. I'll do it. So, he ends up doing it, right? And he does the gimmick. And the gimmick eventually gets gets over, you know? And so, when it comes time for him to negotiate this contract, remember, this guy wasn't a wrestling... <clears throat> Excuse me. wasn't a wrestling guy. Let me get a swig of water. I apologize. This is the second podcast in a row. I'm... doing that. It's weird. Um... But this guy wasn't a wrestling guy. You know, he didn't know anything about the wrestling industry. He just had a good look. So he goes down to negotiate. And so, apparently, in these negotiations... Uh, and I, I don't know how Al Snow knows this. I'm assuming he just was told the story. Whatever. Or he would in the room. I don't know. Um, I do know for a fact I've seen those two. Al Snow and this particular person hanging out before. So they clearly have a friendship. Anyways... Um, and during negotiations this, this person's asking for a lot of money you know asking for like 800,000 dollars a year well Vince was like well damn one thing I think make, making like 300,000 dollars a year he's like well no I know my worth and I know for the time I'm on the road everything I have to invest in blah 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 I'm gonna do things the right way I think 800,000 dollars a year is fair so after like a couple of weeks of negotiating they, these negotiations were never made public you know because um, he didn't want that to be public, and it wasn't. So, anyways, he ends up getting what he wants. He gets, the, I think, I think he lowered it to like seven hundred fifty thousand. But he ended up getting essentially what he wanted because that was the downside when you look at the the upside of things. If he was going to work more, which he knew he was going to work more, it was going to end up being like nine hundred thousand dollars a year. Anyways, fast forward. um and later in the conversation the reason he brought that up is he said look here you're gonna end up doing something if you stay in this industry that you don't want to do but you're gonna get paid very handsomely for it and he says the only regret he had was the fact that he didn't negotiate for more money when he should have sometimes he just took jobs and was like what well, and he didn't realize how over he he knew how over he was but he hadn't realized like oh crap I'm super over I can get this because in the attitude there are two cool I snow they were freaking over and who knows how much merchandise they sold you know we'll never know you know obviously no one sold more than Cena or freaking austin but there are still people that sell a ton of merchandise you don't have to be number one if you say, let's say if you let's, let's say if you sell in your entire lifetime two million dollars worth of merchandise that's still two million dollars you sold with a merchandise you know um anyways so i was i, start, I got to thinking about that when, when i went because i i didn't even know about the cuts until i was on instagram or something no no i wasn't on instagram i was on dot maniacom i saw braun Strowman releases like what so i, I go to instagram because i follow someone on instagram who was an insider and I looked i like oh wow so they released alistair black murphy braun Strowman ruby riot lana and satana garrett right holy crap on a cracker and then these other lists just keep coming up and i'm like what in the hell is going on now obviously they have to be looking at their options of selling this company i mean think about this they 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 strive and they die for years to get this network together they finally have the network moving uh with purpose they sell it to peacock so then you're essentially starting the network over right then not you have always firings behind the scenes of people who are just normal people they're not on television they they're the they're, they're ones that make the magic happen on television but you have all these firings and it's f- so funny because i was naive enough to think as we're coming out of this pandemic we were, g- we were gonna have a year of non-corporate bullshit and, and once again i said i was naive so laugh all you want i deserve it um i thought like the rest of this year we're gonna have to like everyone's going to be getting paid well and then once it hits january of next year boom things will kind of go back to normal right cutting people blah blah i know for a fact from last weekend the stuff i was told in the conversations i had to have last weekend with two different companies how no one's wasting time now they don't want to pay you they want you to work but they don't want to pay they want to do budget cuts blah 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 so I had a, a reality slap right to my face. Reality check, you know. Um, and this is just... One, obviously, WWE is just one big corporation at this point. So, it doesn't even matter. And so... Um, this was just surprising. because I'm going to go on my list from one to six and just tell what I think about them, where I think they'll land, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. right? We'll get to them in a second. Um... But the purpose of that story is I'm talking about Braun Strowman right now. When you hear the rumor about Braun Strowman making knowing his worth and saying, Hey, I deserve a million dollars a year, over a million dollars, that was the point of it. When you know your worth, you're getting these big you're getting this big contract. And this person that Al Snow was telling me about, same thing happened to them. They got cut right in the middle of their contract. And this was uh, I'm not gonna give, give the era, it doesn't matter. But this was in a very good era. And they got cut, but they got only got cut because of their contract. It was said cited as budget cuts as well, but it wasn't really budget cuts. Anyways, <clears throat> that's the first story I thought about was that. It was the Al Snow story. And I was like, whoa, you know, that's that's just crazy. And one of his regrets is not knowing his worth, and not and just taking anything. Because I would have thought as peak he was at least making four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars a year. Who knows how many American heads he was selling and all this other stuff and blah blah blah. And I don't know, you know, I didn't ask him that. But like, to me, that's the most fascinating thing about this whole situation is there's no one that's gonna be spared here, with the exception of probably Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair. Um, uh, um, yeah, I mean, like, that, like no one's gonna be. Make sure I'm fucking recording. <laughs> uh, no, because someone just texted me, right? And I was like looking at my phone. And I was looking at the recorder. And I was like, "Have I been like looking at my my recorder the entire time and not realizing I hit this freaking button?" Instead, like, because doesn't matter. Anyways, um, that's the story I immediately thought about. Plus, with last week, what happened to me, it was all freaking mess. And I, I and. And I, it's funny because I got pinged, right? And I am not talking about this, even though I'm a private person. I got pinged, right, uh, t- uh, two weeks ago for my unemployment. And I said, hey, just so you know, you can re-up. Uh, we replenish your unemployment. Because it's been a year since you did whatever. I said, oh, whatever. So I don't think anything about it. Because I'm grinding again. I'm good again. And all of a sudden, I said, the curiosity bug just hit me. So I, I hit I go back to my unemployment and just to see what they mean by we're "punished." Like, what does that mean? I look at how much is in the unemployment thing. I'm like, holy crap! There is a good reason to not go to work, and that's why when I'm hearing about people who are saying, "Hey, I'm just gonna live on unemployment for a good minute," it makes perfect sense. Like, I literally look at my unemployment. and I was like, this is freaking crazy right now. Um, and I, I can see motivation for not dealing with the stress, not dealing with. This extracurricular corporate stuff. Then I'm driving somewhere to sell someone a comic book, and I look up and like McDonald's has signs for eighteen dollars an hour. I said, like, "Wait a second! All I gotta do is sell a Happy Meal, I'm making eighteen dollars an hour. What? 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 And like like these other jobs they're offering money. It's like thirteen dollars an hour. It's like, "Well, minimum wage is like fifteen bucks an hour." So it's just like everything has, has happened so fast. Oh, we're, we're trying to get back on our feet. We're going to make sure you don't. <laughs> but we want you to work 10 times harder, you know. So as for as surprises I want to be, after my conversations last week, I think the surprise is all out of me. It's completely just freaking out of me. Um, so let's get to these names. First of all, Santana Garrett, Lana, Ruby Riot, Murphy, Braun Strowman, Aleister Black. I'm going to talk about them in that order. Because I have different things I want to say about. So Santana Garrett, I think the last time we even saw her in the main... Because she got called up to the main roster. And I think the only time we saw her in the main roster was the Women's Royal Rumble in January. um, Which I think Rhea Ripley eliminated her. Otherwise, I don't think we've seen her in the main roster. So she didn't actually... That was her debut. But we didn't see her past that. And I don't think they knew what to do with her. To me, she was like the female Chris Hero. She was brought in, she's a I'm not gonna say good hand, because JR just got ripped for calling Kenny Omega a good hand. You know, screw it. If you guys get mad, you guys get mad. She is a good hand though. You know, she can wrestle. Uh her her cheery gimmick is whatever it is. Um, she's really pretty. Um but I mean I obviously they didn't have any real plans for her. I mean, she could've probably been a coach, she could she could have probably been next to Serena Deep. Which was a coach there, and then she whatever. But I'm sure they just had this. They just had no plans for her, clearly because like I said, it's been five months since the last time we saw her, or four months, whatever it is. Um, I, I don't know where she's gonna end up. Personally, um, I I have followed her career enough to know she can wrestle. I'm assuming she's gonna end up with somewhere like ROH or MLW, somewhere like that. Um, I can see that because because here's my thing about AEW, as they're bolstering their roster. Most of their women don't get much shine on Dynamite. They get it on Dark or Dark Elevation. So if you don't watch that, you don't know most of their... Like, I haven't seen Amadon since she lost to Sheeta on Dynamite, you know? So I can see her in, in, the, in the MLW, which there's nothing wrong with that. These are great promotions. Um, But she's definitely a good hand, you know? I I would say I, if I was her, I would change her gimmick up, though. Because I, I think that's what's kind of hurting her and why they had no... In fairness, though, WWE has a bunch of people they don't know what to do with. Um, But but AEW's building their roster, too. And as they work more with New Japan, who knows what ideas they freaking have. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways. Let's get to Lana. Lana's number two. Um, I can't say this was very much a surprise to me. It wasn't. Um... I just don't know where they would would go with her. Obviously, she's gorgeous. And she has the look that Vince McMahon wants. But she's not a good wrestler. She did improve some, I guess. But she wasn't very good. Um, Wasn't good at cutting promos. Um, I think she was much better as a manager for Miro. Um, Obviously, Miro's doing great. He does not need her in AEW. I mean, she can always join AEW and just be his wife and whatever. But I don't think he, I don't think he needs her though. He's just a monster there. But um, I don't know what's next for her. I I would hope she'll go back to being manager. Now she may very well have the wrestling bug in her and want to wrestle. And if that's the case, then maybe she needs to tr- continue to train and do that. You know. But um, I don't know where she ends up. I'm assuming eventually AEW. But I'll have to say, in my opinion, I would think it'll be in a manager role. Um, but yeah, there's nothing much to say about that. Next one's Ruby Ride. Um, Great wrestler to me. But you know what? To me, when I, when I see her, when I first saw Ruby Riot, right? Because I didn't watch her. And I, I knew about her on the indie scenes. On the indie scene, excuse me. But I didn't watch her. But I knew who she was from name. But Ruby Ride, when I when I first saw her, my first thought was, oh, let's see him punk again. She has the piercings. She has the colored hair. I think she I know some people think she looks whatever. I think she's a very pretty woman. Especially when she when she had longer hair. Um I just looked at her and said, oh, they're not gonna know what to do with her. Cause see, here's the thing, right? You some people would say, hey, she reminds me of Alita. No, Shotzi Blackheart is more of the Alita Cause because whenever you see Shotzi, she's always botching something. She's always oh, she's always doing dives that overshoot people. That was essentially Lita, <laughs> you know, uh, Ruby Wright is more, t- can do that stuff, but she's way more technically sound, you know, and Shotzi is still really good. So it's not, not, I'm saying, but the point is, that's why when I've heard that before about her, uh, the Ruby Wright being Lita, I've always thought of Ruby Wright just being a more colorful technical uh, wrestler. But she can do the dives and stuff. But she really is just a really good technical wrestler. And from everything I'm reading, it sounds like she was beloved, you know, in the, in, in, the, in backstage and in the locker room. And the reason why I was kind of surprised by this is because my first thought was, well, Ruby Wright with No Live Morgan. Like I would have thought those two have gone together, the same way the icons went together. Like now, what do you do with Live Morgan? You know. And once again, I'm not even gonna say the names I've seen on other lists. I mean, so more 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 cuts are coming. So, and depending on who is on those next list, we'll go, we'll, I'll do another show and upload it and everything like that, but we'll, all that will be figured out. But yeah, Ruby Riot did surprise me, because she can actually be good. But once again, at the same time, as I said before, when I first saw her many, many years ago, I said, oh, I see him punk all over again. They're, Vince McMahon's not going to get her. And I don't think he ever did. When you keep putting people in two, three minute matches, it's not going to work. When the last time Ruby Riot talked? You know? When's the last time you saw an entrance? You know, those type of things. You know, so um, I, th- I think personally, you can put her in AEW now, and she can do good. I think you can put her in New Japan. Should be good. ROH, Impact. She can make an immediate, no pun intended, or all, or maybe pun intended, Impact. Air quotes and doing air quotes can't even do air quotes. Um, wherever she goes, she's gonna be fantastic. Me personally, if I had to take a guess. I'm going to say she goes to Impact first. And I would love to see a match between her and Jordana Grace. Her Rachel Ellering. Her or Deanna Perrazzo. That would be fun to freaking watch. Um, Next up, Murphy. Uh, Murphy has been floundering. They didn't know what to do with this guy. They had him making out with Rey Mysterio's daughter. They didn't have him as a disciple of uh, freaking Seth Rollins. Ever since he got out of the Cruiserweight division, they didn't know what to do with this guy. He is super talented. Dude can go twenty four seven. Honestly, he's gonna go wherever the frick he wants. He he, I can see him signing a deal to where he he's able to wrestle everywhere. You know, um, if I had to take a guess, because New Japan is currently gonna be on lockdown for a little while. Like Japan is like currently just on lockdown because of COVID. I get everyone wants everyone to go. Not everyone can go to AEW. You know, I just think impact has a lot more to offer too. You know, put him in that X division, put him in the world title scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine a match between him and Kenny Omega or, or him and freaking Moose? That would be awesome. You know, I I don't want to shortchange impact here. You know, I don't watch it on a week to week basis. I I, I haven't watched impact on a week to week basis since when Samoa Joe Daniels, AJ Styles were kind of ruling the, X, ruling the X Division. Then I got back into it when Christian Cage came over and Kurt Angle came over. But once you get into like the main event mafia and all that stuff, like, yeah, I, I was out of that. I don't know anything about that. I, I know about it, but I mean, my point is like I wasn't watching it with the week. But the point is, Impact has a lot to offer. A lot of things can happen. And they can still do deals the same way AEW can. So that is my thing. I, 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 I'm not saying... I can see him going to Impact first. And then maybe they can do something. With AEW. I don't. I just don't see AEW snatching up all these people. I just don't. Like even Braun. next, to am talking about Braun, right? He got better. He got slimmer. Um, I was never a fan of Braun Strowman, though. Um, but I, but I will say this. And me and this guy got into it all the time. Or not actually get into, it, but you know, just talking. Because he was a huge Braun Strowman guy, and I was like, yeah, I don't get it. You know. And he got better. He did get progressively better. The one thing I told my man Zach though was WWE messed him up. When they wouldn't pull the trigger when he was, it was a point in time where it was him and Seth Rollins were hot as a mother bleeper. And he should have been the one to take the title off of Brock Lesnar. And when they didn't do it I remember the, the night he went cold was the night it was him versus Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, excuse me, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar kept trying to lock on the Kimura lock. Finally, he got and they had a terrible match. Finally, Brock gets him up, pits an F5 and pins him. That killed all of his momentum right there. But him and Seth Rollins were as hot as anyone could be, and they refused to pull the trigger on I mean, and him. And the only reason they even the only reason he is a former world champion. And think about how crazy this is. If Reigns does not leave last year. I have health concerns for himself. Braun Strowman is just a former tag team and intercontinental champion. That's it. He would have never had a world title run. And to me, and this is me being as unbiased as I can be, knowing this, he should have been a debut, former WWE champion earlier. He should have been one to beat Brock Lesnar. They refused to pull the trigger on him. That's on WWE. But I don't want to see him in AEW, though. I, I don't think he would. I just don't think he would fit. We already see. Look look, look 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 at Lance Archer. They don't know what to do with him, in my opinion. They really don't. Braun, I'm just. I, I know he has a connection with Mark Henry. I get it. I do. And also, once again, I'm just also just not a fan of his. I don't get it. I don't. I can admit that he's gotten better and all this other stuff, but I just doesn't do it for me. Oh, I, I can, but I can definitely see him when New Japan opens up. I can see him going to New Japan. He'll be a perfect big guy American and make a crap ton of money. I can see that. And don't worry, he may eventually show up. I just don't. I, I hope not, because I just don't get it. I never got him, but they definitely. I, I I'm aware enough to know. I'm, I'm woke enough, air quotes, to know. That like they did him wrong in the in the long run. As far as like when they should have pulled the trigger on him. Finally, Alister Black. And I was just watching someone else's review of this, and they're like, "I don't want to celebrate someone because his thing, right? Like, they're probably making really good freaking money." So like, that's so so you don't want to celebrate someone losing their job just because you want to see them be creatively free. Some people don't give a fuck. Some people are like, man, I was making eight hundred thousand dollars. Meeting the finest escorts, giving my hmm, you know, that's what I want to do. So, like, just because you want to see them to be creative, creatively free doesn't mean they want to be creatively free. So, it's like, I got you gotta be careful about this. But he is the one, and he's definitely going to AEW. He's gonna definitely going to do matches in New Japan, but he's definitely the one that's gonna to go to AEW. And, and I could now him and Thea Trinidad, his uh, can, can definitely go his wife, you know. But he's definitely going to want to end up in AEW. They're definitely going to grab him up. That's without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but they didn't know what to do with him. They literally they gave a, half, a half-ass call up to him and Ricochet. And if you think about their time, it started off terrible. Because these guys won the Dusty Classic. And then they got called up. So then they couldn't even win the Tag Team Championships. They literally lost all weekend at that WrestleMania weekend. They lost at NXT TakeOver. Then they lost not got a triple threat match tag team championship match at WrestleMania. So they were dead in the where to begin with. Yeah, and I get it. Ricochet is a former two-time United States champion or a one-time United States champion. Yeah, I think a two-time United... Whatever. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they didn't know what to do with Aleister Black. And I, I, I think... This will be a good thing for all involved. But to me, he's going to be the one that definitely A-Day was going to pick up. And obviously, I'm assuming they have nine day non-compete. So you, we won't see these guys, these people, until September. We won't see them until September. So we have, a, we have a wait to happen. But, you know, now that I'm thinking, now I'm looking at this, All Out, it's September 5th. We're at June 2nd. Someone can make a debut at all freaking out. Just putting it out there right now. That'll be 90 days. Past 90 days. But, uh, sorry to hear that anyone who got fired in front of the camera, behind the camera. Keep your head up. We're all fighting the same. F- now... A lot of us are fighting the same fight. Um, and just 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 do what you gotta do. Call in your connections, get back on your feet, keep your head up. I salute you. I salute anyone who's going through it right now. We're all going through we're all going through something, but some of us are going through the same struggle um like this. So it's not just the guys that are on camera the women that are on camera, it's the women and men that are behind the camera as well that are getting cut. And it's more of them being cut than the wrestlers. Because the wrestlers, you need them for television. You can probably always bring someone else in cheaper to do PA work. You know, so I salute you guys. Um, Like I said, this is, I see things a little differently, like a little bit of an extra show tonight. Um, Hope this finds you well. Um, Be safe. And I will talk to you guys this Sunday, the first Sunday of June for the match of the month. Look out for it. Um, We're out, man. This This is, I see things a little differently.